What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Frankie J. Lopez. Hope everybody is doing all right out there. It's been a minute since I put out a podcast, but, you know, your boy was traveling. So we're back. We're ready. Please follow the podcast page, allow for notifications, rate the podcast, follow me on Instagram at Frequency Podcast Network. You actually would have gotten some content while I was away. I did a couple of quick reviews on there too, so please go check that out. Today we got a great one. We're going to be talking about Griselda, the collective from Buffalo, New York. This is the group consisting of the big three, founder Westside Gun, Conway the Machine, and Benny the Butcher. I'd say these men have been on a tear for the last five years or so, releasing mountains of work. My intro to the hip-hop collective was Westside Gun's Supreme Blind Tell back in 2018. I immediately bought into the modern take on that old-school New York authentic rap sound. From the group and the label in general, I would say Conway the Machine and Benny the Butcher have proven to be the stars. Both have released a solid collection of albums in the last few years. Conway's latest 2020 release, From King to a God, very critically acclaimed and definitely felt like his best album to date. Same for Benny, his last album, Burden of Proof, in 2020 is probably my favorite Griselda project. Maybe I'll do a Griselda Top 10 Projects ranking or something like that in the future, but for now, we're going to be talking about their two latest releases. Going first, Conway, God Don't Make Mistakes. I would say this is actually Conway's best album to date, beating out From King to a God by a very slight margin for me. Conway brings a very personal approach on this album. The songwriting on here is full of Conway really opening up and giving us a detailed view of his life. First song I want to highlight, Piano Love where Conway raps over this luscious alchemist beat. Not only does it have one of the best hooks on the album, Conway comes through with loads of storytelling and imagery. Bars like, we don't play fight, drive-bys right in front of the daycare. That shit's hard. On the track Wild Chapters, Conway gets personal about his come up and the death of his son. On the track Guilty, one of my favorites, Conway tells us about the story surrounding the shootout that left them partially paralyzed with Bell's palsy. The light piano instrumental courtesy of Alchemist making it more captivating. And not to jump ahead too much, but he also discusses the topic of his Bell's palsy on the closer, God Don't Make Mistakes, featuring his own mother. Another fantastic alchemist beat, Conway becomes incredibly introspective, and not only that, but he really goes in depth in the story. And he even starts to wonder how much of a factor that experience may have played into his success. On the track Stress, featuring Wallow267, he discusses how those successes and his past both contribute to his stress, his alcoholism, and depression. It's a very profound and eye-opening track where he goes into detail on his relationships with alcohol, losing his child, his cousin. Really great bars on here. I'm stressed because I'm depressed. Depressed because I'm just tired of this shit. They like, why you stressed, boy, you blessed. They don't know about the nights where I can't even rest, burning this cush while I pace, crying in the mirror every time I look at my face. If you only knew what it took, what it takes, you only care about what I put in the safe. Amazing song, fantastic writing there. And while we're still on this topic, I also want to touch on so much more. Sequenced perfectly after the song Stress, he talks about giving back to his community and how he's more than these stories of violence that everybody wants to talk to when it comes to him. He does this over this grand Justice League production, making the track feel strong and triumphant, especially after the intimate moments on Stressed. Speaking of the production, the producers generally do a good job in establishing Conway's mood throughout this thing. From Derringer's grimy, darker beats to Alchemist's occasionally smooth instrumentals, Conway also continues to work with some mainstream producers like Hip Boy and Justice League. Although sometimes those mainstream producers establish these instrumentals and vibe that don't really work for me on this album. The best example is Wild Chapters featuring T.I. and Novel. I do love me a good Hip Boy beat, but at this point in the tracklist, I found Conway starting to hit his stride and this song kind of felt like a jarring change of pace. I will say though, the T.I. verse is fantastic and Novel did well as well. 
The hook was low effort though, with a weird vocal effect that I didn't care for. I also just wasn't crazy about the delivery of a handful of hooks on this album. Even on songs that I like, like Stressed. And on the two openers, Lock, Load, and Tear Gas, I just think Conway could have put more effort into the hooks on those. And speaking of Tear Gas, let's talk about the features real quick. Wayne and Ross did fine, but they didn't really blow me away. Conway was clearly the star on that track, and I mean, it's hard to compete with bars like Gave My Dude's Life, I Know It Hit Him on the Prison Van, You Don't Know the Feeling of Never Seeing Your Kid Again, and It's a Russell Wilson-type dude raising your little man, that shit just goes fucking hard. On the track Drum Work, Love the Genius and Jay Skies absolutely body their features. On John Woo Flick, Benny and Westside do the classic Griselda formula and it's cold as usual. And on the track Chanel Pearls, Jesus Christ, Jill Scott absolutely bodied her rap performance. I mean, Conway was solid and everything, but she absolutely steals the show. Jill Scott and Love the Genius got the best features on this project hands down for me. And all of that said, Conway came through with a really fantastic project. He stepped it up with his introspection by being incredibly personal with the verses, and his bars and instrumental selections were generally on point as usual. So, this one's an 8 for me. Transitioning over to Benny the Butcher's long-awaited album, Tana Talk 4, Benny has always been my favorite in the Griselda camp due to his strong presence on the tracks, his history with the imaginative glimpses into his lifestyle, and of course his fantastic one-liners. And here, we get more of the same from Benny. I do want to start with the features on this one because all of them came to play. On the opener, Johnny P's Caddy, we get a very welcome feature from hip-hop superstar J. Cole. It's really cool to see Cole giving the Griselda crew their flowers and blessing them with a feature. A very solid feature at that. I love the, I'm probably going to go to hell and Jesus asked for a feature bar. I think that was cool. I enjoyed the energy from Stove God Cooks, 38 Splash on their respective tracks. I love these characters associated with the Griselda crew that bring a little bit more personality and color. Also, shout out to Westside Gun and Guerrero too. He always brings in this great personality and funny bars like Linda sniffed and did the robot. That shit was funny. But let's talk about the best feature on here. Boldy James on Weekends in the Parries is insane. I mean, you expect him to go off on this smooth Alchemist production, but geez, he really came in with some great personal bars and matches Benny's energy pretty well. And the crazy thing is, the only feature I really didn't care for too much was Conway on Tyson vs. Ali. First off, the hook is annoying. Not my favorite Derringer beat. And I kind of wish they were a little bit more competitive with each other. I respect the camaraderie, but they've definitely had better tracks in the past. Outside of that, though, I'd say Benny sounds as sharp as ever. For example, on Back Two Times, Benny shows off his knack for imagery and one-liners. A few bars that stuck with me. The first day my dog got his whip, we was smoking in it. He had a Glock on his hip. 30-plus shots was loaded in it. I told him go and tin it. He said, fuck that. He had no intentions because when he pulls up slow with switches, he wants them to know who did it. Very vivid. Really cold. I fuck with it. And similar to Conway, Benny took moments to get personal about his drug dealing lifestyle. On 10 More Commandments, one of the best tracks on here, Benny has a great moment where he pays homage to Biggie's 10 Crack Commandments. Some pretty fire bars. Especially closing it out where he talks about the mindset of using drugs to get out of the situations they grew up in. Bars like, the first chance you get, you better get out this shit. Them old stories, how you was getting dough won't amount to shit. Can't feed your children with it when they come in wearing jackets with alphabets. Look around, the smart hustlers, the only ones around here getting rich. And since we're talking bars, specifically drug dealer bars, I mean, this album's full of them. On Uncle Bun, Benny delivers these eerie lines about his drug dealing days. I sold dope to a fiend while she was pregnant, emotionless. I'm not a caseworker, that's not a reason I sold this shit. Who cared? I wore hand-me-downs too big for my clothes to fit. Who cried for me when my relatives stole from me for a hit? And on Billy Joel, Benny raps about not being comfortable talking on the phone, and he's not going to sell another brick until he learns sign language. I mean, the man is just full of creative lyricism. 
Production-wise, though, I'd say Benny reverted back into his comfort zone. I won't complain about an album full of Alchemist and Derringer production. Alchemist is pretty much my favorite producer at this point. I did like that he tried some more modern sounds on Burden of Proof, and I was kind of hoping he was going to trend into a direction where he challenged himself a little bit more. So generally, this is more of the same from Benny, which is a solid album, but I do wish he'd take more risks, which is what I feel like he was trending towards. Can't complain, though. We got some amazing coke rap and a couple of more gems to add to Benny's long list of amazing tracks. This one's a 7 for me. Let me know if you agreed. Am I crazy? DM me on Instagram and let me know. Also, let me know what you'd like me to review next. Until then, I'll see y'all later.